With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, Kules. Welcome to Barca Talk. I'm your host, Troy Kadat. And yes, I'm recording a day early. But yesterday was a busy day in Barcelona. Laporta had a press conference uh, uh, early yesterday morning, so we're going to dig into that. And then let's also talk about Barca B. Before we get into these topics, a quick word from our sponsor, NordVPN. Are you tired of hackers and cyber criminals snooping around your online activities? Do you want to safely access your favorite shows and content from anywhere in the world? Then you need NordVPN, the best VPN on the market. And the good news is that there's an exclusive birthday deal just for you. Buy NordVPN now and win extra subscription time. With NordVPN, you can protect your online activity and keep your private information away from prying eyes. And if you're traveling abroad, don't worry. Connect to a NordVPN server in your home country and safely enjoy content as if you'd never left. So what are you waiting for? Visit nordvpn.com Barca now to get this special birthday deal. Shield your data from snoops and criminals with NordVPN's state-of-the-art encryption. Safely listen to podcasts, stream shows, or simply browse in complete privacy. Again, visit nordvpn.com Barca. The link is in the show notes. Get NordVPN now and enjoy a safe and private online experience. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, guys. Yesterday morning here in American time, uh, Juan Laporta held this press conference, long-awaited press conference to talk about the Negrera case. 
uh, very long press conference, right? I think that his his portion was about 40 minutes, and then he sat there uh, for you know maybe over an hour and a half uh, taking questions, which was interesting to say the least, right? So I mean, you know, usually if a somebody has something to hide, they come in and say they're well prepared speech. And then they dip out of there as quick as they can so they're not caught in any lies. So to sit there for another hour and a half, hour and 40 minutes and take questions was was pretty interesting. Um, of course, I don't probably don't have to get you all up to speed on exactly what he said. But let's just go through some of the high-level facts and, and talk about this. Because, again, this case is still here, still hasn't died off per se albeit the chatter from outside of the club has has simmered down tremendously recently um, but obviously this was the the day that it kind of revamped itself based on Laporta's uh, press conference again they he, he said yes we've been paying for these reports you know he, he showed some examples of some reports I don't know if they showed them in person to the to the reporters that were in the room or not but he physically like held up some reports said that they've been paying for these reports from 2001 to 2018, explained what they were paying for, explained that these payments had been fully transparent and on the books. So anybody that saw uh, Barcelona's books uh, would know that there's payments here. Mind you, now this crosses multiple uh, presidents and multiple groups of board of directors. I don't know how many people that could be, but my guesstimate would probably be in the triple digits, maybe a hundred of people. And I'm talking about all of the people that had been on the board of directors probably had access to this information, the board presidents. And, you know, Barcelona submits their financial details to La Liga. So that means that La Liga probably had access to this data as well. So again, 2001, 2018, Barcelona showed the payments for this. There's been a lot of arguments about the 7 million euros. People are confusing it that, you know, it was one lump sum payment, uh, you know, one year, and that's why it looks so funny. No, these payments were spread over the from 2001 and 2018. I don't have the data in front of me that talks about how much money was provided each year. I do know that it's a, that it went up as things got more expensive. And I also do know, in, in Laporta had said that, you know, this was for the work that was from Negrera's son that did the majority of the work, not Negrera himself. And Negrera did not have the capability of influencing referees. And this is something that Laporta has said. And this is something that ex-referees have gone on record and said that they barely even saw the guy. Maybe they saw him at conferences that they had or whatever. But on a day-to-day basis, he didn't even have access to influence these referees. So from my standpoint, I've been firm that I don't believe that there's much to this because of the way that it's been presented. Now, if it was like a referee that had some, you know, factual information that somebody came to him and said, hey, you know, provide Barcelona some preferential treatment and they, you know, and they went to the press about this or they went to La Liga about it, then my feelings would be vastly different than what they are. But the fact that just this just leaked out in the press and that there was tax 
you know, it was actually the tax authorities going after Negrera about a, you know, a large lump sum payment amount. Just kind of weird, you know, I guess weird for lack of a better term of how they found this out really made me believe that there was, you know, some sinister activities behind the scenes of how this even became an issue. And let me tell you my thoughts on that. I posed this in the in our WhatsApp group yesterday. And by the way, if you're not part of this and you're listening to this and you're not part of our WhatsApp group, you really should jump in there and become a Patreon and, and join us. It's, there's healthy debate in there. Let's, let's put it that way. Um, but let me tell you about my thoughts on what I think is behind this whole Negrera case. This is my opinion. Some of this is based on factual information that I saw. And some of this is me just lining everything up and taking a look at it and saying, wow, this really makes sense. My theory makes sense. And here's my theory. What if Sefren from UEFA and Tebas from La Liga, you know, game plan together and said, we must break up the friendship, newly found friendship between Madrid and Barca, and we must find a way of doing it. And oh, by the way, this was just this was just the way that you know that they went about it. Because if you think about it, Tebas isn't going to attack Madrid because he's a Madridista, right? I mean, he's he's owned that, he's admitted this, right? So he's certainly not going to go after his club of choice. Barcelona, you know, has been wounded here the last couple of years because of their financial decisions from from Bartomeu and the damage done from COVID. They are a wounded animal, so to speak. So why not go after them? And as I mentioned before, Barcelona was fully transparent with these payments. They've been on the books. They haven't hidden these payments. Financials are shared with La Liga. So who does that, in in my, I'm guesstimating, who, who would have be privy to this information at La Liga? None other than Javier Tebas, right? So again, 2001, 2018, these payments were made. You're telling me that nobody outside of Barcelona knew that this was happening? I call that BS. I think for sure they knew. And with my theory that Seferin and Tebas have came together and said, we must, we must sever this friendship with Barcelona. How can we do it? Oh, you know, we. I know, uh, here I am, I'm Javier Tebas. I know Barcelona's been paying for referee reports, and I'm doing my fingers in quotations here. We could probably make a storm out of this because all of a sudden this stuff just hits the hits the media, right? Like, and it's and it's there's been constant actions to impact this case. And what I mean by that is Javier Tebas's statements, right? First he comes out, plays a good guy. There's nothing we can do about this. It's past La Liga statute of limitations. You know, we we can't do anything about about Barcelona, about uh, what's going on with Barcelona with this. Then comes out later and says, Barcelona need to explain themselves. And if they can't explain themselves immediately, Juan Laporta needs to resign. Why, why do you need to say that? You already came out and said that La Liga can't do anything about it because the statute of limitations has passed. But then you let your opinion come out and say that you that Laporta needs to explain these activities. And if he can't, then he must resign. Because how do you explain something that you've done legally outside of here's what we've paid for and here's what we've received? What else can be explained? 
What else can be, how do you prove that you didn't ask for favors, right? How do you prove that? It's very smart. Think about it. How do you prove your innocence in a case like this when you just have payments and you have your reports and you say, here's what we have and that's all we have, but there's still, but the media is still saying that you were cheating, right? And the damage in the public eye has been done, right? And then you have UEFA. And then you have UEFA that steps in a little bit later and says, we're going to investigate. And in our investigation, that could include, you know, barring Barcelona from our from the Champions League. Before they even, this is at the beginning of the investigation, beginning of the prosecutor's investigation in Spain. UEFA knows nothing. There's no proof up to this point. And they go ahead and say, we're going to investigate. And they already list what the punishment will be. Barring Barcelona from the Champions League. And then, Alexander Seferin comes out and says, and don't quote me on the exact words, but it's very close to this. This is the worst I've ever seen. But then says, but I'm not, in, I'm not involved, so I don't know all the details but this is the worst I've ever seen. Huh? You're not involved. You don't know the details, but you say your opinion of this is the worst you've ever seen. Come on, man. Come on. That's what I'm saying. The damage has been done in the public eye and people have been making memes and talking trash about Barcelona ever since this hit the media, especially like in Premier League and the German clubs all over the place. The damage has been done. Okay, so Laporta comes out swinging at this press conference. He comes out swinging and goes right after Real Madrid. Because if you don't remember, Real Madrid kind of didn't say anything. They didn't, not kind of. They didn't say anything. All of the other clubs in La Liga came together, for, you know, formed this, this letter, sent it to La Liga. You know, they want to know the truth about this, essentially. Madrid doesn't doesn't put their name on it. They don't say anything. Then all of a sudden, last minute, Madrid's having a board meeting. And then they come out and say they're going to join with the rest of La Liga. They want to know what's going on. So if you're Laporta, you've just been backstabbed. You've just been backstabbed by Madrid. And he comes out swinging in this in this press conference, you know, talking about the Franco regime. It's always, you know, been uh, Madrid's always been their club, and you know all all the things that they did to to Barcelona, and it's still in effect. Essentially, again, if you, I'm not going to go through the whole press conference, you can see it on YouTube or go to Barcelona's website and see it for yourself. But that's essentially what he said, pointing the finger at Madrid that they're behind this, but I'm not so sure they are. I think that I think that Florentino Perez was under so much pressure by the media, by people that are on his board that probably didn't like the friendship between Perez and Laporta in the first place and pressured him into joining this group. So back to my conspiracy theory. It's a grand plan, right? Tebas, Seferin, we must sever the friendship between Barcelona and Real Madrid. Barcelona is the target. I know about these referee, you know, if I'm Tabus, I know about these referee payments that they've been making. We can spin this in the in the media real quick that Barcelona was cheating. And what better way of pinning Barcelona and Madrid at each other than by saying one of them was cheating, this time it'd be Barcelona, was cheating and turn those two against each other. And that's exactly what happened yesterday. Well, starting with 
Florentino Perez and Real Madrid joining, you know, the rest of La Liga and demanding to know what happened, demanding to get, you know, answers for this, you know, supposed cheating. That was the first step. The second step was, of course, Laporta doing his thing, wrong, right or wrong. You, we all know the guy's passionate, right or wrong. He came out swinging. Uh, that, you know, my opinion on that, we'll save that for another day. But he came out swinging and he fell right into the trap. He fell right into the trap. Plan executed, you know, effective plan executed. Barcelona and Madrid are just going at each other. Madrid comes back with this Franco video that they posted on social media yesterday saying that Franco was a friend of Barcelona and helped Barcelona and kept them out of bankruptcy and all this and all that, which we know if you've ever paid any attention to history uh, for if outsiders of, of Spain, that's not accurate whatsoever. It was a dictatorship. It was a regime Barcelona were the, the victims there. That's why there's such the Catalonia movement, the Catalonia people, and how you know they've always been fighting for their independence and away from the dictatorship. That's a whole nother lesson. That's a whole nother pod that we can get into. But the it's a very good conspiracy theory that, again, if you walk the path all the way from the beginning of the introduction of the Super League till now makes a lot of sense. Again, this is my opinion. I don't really have any factual information to back this up, but it really makes a lot of sense. I'll leave it up to you to to form your opinion on if this is reality or not. Now let's move on to some more more, uh, positive things. (laughs) Let's get out of the gutter uh, and hope that we can move on from what happened yesterday. Barca B, 3-0 win over SD Lagrones. Uh, on Saturday, really good match. Good portion of the second half. They're actually down to 10 men. They had a brace from Roberto, uh, their striker, and top-level game from Arnau Tennis. Uh, I, I invite you to go onto YouTube and look at uh, one of the saves that he made in this game. I mean, just, you think Ter Stegen, Spider-Man Tennis was stretched out, made a fantastic save. Uh, he's really, you know... Uh, you know he sits on the bench for all the first team's games. Uh, and you know he's been you know a La Masia player for a long time. He's just sitting there waiting for his chance. And in my opinion, he is the number two goal, goaltender for Barcelona, uh, goalkeeper for Barcelona right now. Just waiting for his opportunity in this game. He was fantastic. Uh, and he, uh, again, I invite you to go see this save. Now, uh, Barca Athletic, Barca B, I still call them Barca B, sorry, but it's hard for me to adapt to Barca Athletic. But uh, prior to this game, were sixth in points, moved up to third in points with this win, uh, only six points behind El Denis. Uh, and if you don't know how this works, the top four teams, uh, there's two divisions for the third tier. The top four teams in each division go into essentially a tournament. Um, if 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 Barca B gets to that point, I'll kind of explain how that all works in a in a future pod because it it can get a little bit um, uh, hard to explain. I mean, it's not clear cut. Uh, but anyway, they are third in points, six points behind El Denise, so they are in prime position for these playoffs. Let me tell you how well they've played this year. November twenty sixth, they lost to Numencia. And that uh, and that game, uh, let me look. That was a two to one game. Okay, prior to that, they had been playing pretty well, had some some losses. 
even uh, a couple weeks prior to that, they played this same team that they played this last Saturday, Esti Lagrones, and and they lost. Barca B lost four to nothing. This time they won three to nothing. But from November 26th, they lost. There's been 19 matches since November that November 26th loss, and Barcelona has only lost one match since then. Now, there's been a lot of draws in there. There's been a lot of 1-0 wins, 2-1 wins, a lot of draws, 1-1. They did lose on uh, Saturday, February 4th to Cornea, uh, 4-3. But outside of that, like I had said in a, in, in a previous pod, their play has been very similar to the first team's play. Not a lot of scoring, defensive defensive games, but they are doing what it takes to win. And so, uh, and obviously they're getting the results, right? They are getting the results. Only one loss in the last 19 matches. That's fantastic. Uh, and again, they're in the, so just to get everybody up to speed, they're in the third division essentially in Spain, Spanish football. There's two divisions that that, that compiled the, the third division, two groups of 20 teams. Again, top four in each of those groups comes together, plays that tournament. It's complicated. They play that tournament, and, um, and then that's what decides the top. I think it's the top two that come out of each of the groups moves on to promotion again. Maybe the next pot I'll go through this, but let me. We'll just wait for us to get a little bit closer to see if they make it, so I can explain, you know, how that tournament works. But uh, well positioned, playing really well. Rafa Marquez has got them. Obviously, if you don't know who he is, played for Barca. He's a defensive player, uh, Mexican international. Uh, plays hard nosed, tough, tough uh, football, and this team is playing there. And you have to understand that. And I've said this before, and I'll, I'll keep saying it, that Barca B, Barca Athletic, is a team that doesn't always have the same players available, okay? You, you know, we're, we're pulling players up for the first team, so I think we had three of, of their players sitting on the bench for the Getafe match, um, and so they don't even always have their best players, and so it's always a puzzle for for uh, Marquez to put this you know game plan together of who's going to be here, it's kind of always subject to changes in his lineup. So for these guys to, if you say, well, why are they in the third division? For these guys to you know play like this and get into position to get into the playoffs for promotion is fantastic. Like they are playing as well as they they possibly can be. And keep in mind, these are kids. Like our our bars, our second team, our kids. And a lot of these teams that they're playing are grown men, right? That these these are you know professional teams, third level professional teams in Spain, uh, and and these guys and these teams have been playing together for for a while and things like that. So um, so again, they're playing they're playing really well. Really excited to see what happens here. Six matches left in the season, um, so you know they're still well within you know. Um, getting that top place, right? There's only, they're only six points behind. So a, uh, a lot of things can still uh, happen with them. So I'll, I'll certainly make sure that I report how they're doing here on the next, you know, all my Wednesday pods until we get to the end of the season and, and see what happens. But uh, again, I'm uh, the way they've been playing, um, you know, I think that they will do well. I think that they will certainly make it in the playoffs and then we'll see how they can do for, for promotion. 
In that second division, there's only one other club that has their B team, per se, uh, that's, in, that's in that division, and it's Villarreal, and they're about mid-tier. So it'd be really nice to, to see Barca's uh, B team up there as well. They definitely have the talent to get there, and so uh, I hope they do, and it'll be it'll be fun, you know, watching them, you know, pl- uh, play these uh, remaining matches and and see how they do. That's it for me today, guys. Thanks so much for listening. It as always, it's never a dull day in Barcelona, and uh, hopefully today will simmer down a little bit uh, as we get ready for uh, for the big match against Atletico Madrid. Uh, players coming back uh, finally f- uh, from injury. Uh, but that's all I'll say about that. We'll save that for another pod. Take care, guys. See you later. Sports Social Podcast Network.